everybody. Welcome to the Cairo Lead Flow 20 Minute Lunch Hour. And today I have on Heather. And Heather Ganzel is a sports focused chiropractor. And today we are going to talk about, hopefully, I'd like to hear her story and how she got going. And I have a series of questions for her so that we can focus. All right. So the first question is um, When did you know that you wanted to be a chiropractor? So um, kind of funny story, you know, a lot of us, I think we, we go off to college and we don't know what we want to be. So we, you know, we try all these different courses out. We're trying to really kind of have that self-discovery kind of moment. Well, I'm a little bit of an enigma. So mine actually came on in eighth grade. Uh, we, you know, not to kind of date myself, but we still had career days um, where you would kind of like go out and explore what a career would look like. And mine happened to be with a chiropractor. Um, so I was actually very much grew up kind of with, um, you know, my mom going to acupuncture chiropractors, you know, throughout the early childhood years. So very familiar with kind of Eastern medicine and didn't really understand the benefits of it until I actually had my own personal injury, which also happened to coincide when I was in the eighth grade. So, you know, long story short, kind of had that dislocated back issue due to sports. Um, I was a catcher for the softball team and really injured myself where excruciating pain in the legs was kind of like, oh my God, you know, what happened when you're in eighth grade? You're like, I have no idea. What is pain? You know, all, all of a sudden you just know you're not functioning. You're not feeling right. And it was her chiropractor who did kinesiology, which is the study of movement, which was really kind of fascinating to me um, because he would test my muscles and he would say, pull here, do this. And then it kind of gave him insight into what um, was going on with me. And it really just opened my eyes to a whole new world. And I really liked how he talked about um, understanding of the body and sports and kind of taking on the passions that I already had and really kind of starting to show me what that could possibly be in a career. So that is really kind of how I wound up actually getting involved with chiropractic and getting kind of a sense of what I wanted to do. And it was from a really early age and that's not common. Um, I think a lot of us are struggling even today to see exactly what we wanna be and what kind of career we're gonna be in. So, you know, it, and it's turned out wonderful. Um, really no regrets um, whatsoever. That's, uh, yeah, that's, I just, you know, I, so I've been uh, consulting for businesses since 2015, but in 2016 I had, I totaled my car, had three discs, they're like herniated. Uh, I think one of them's herniated, I think the other two are bulging. But anyway, I've been seeing a chiropractor ever since then and that's when I decided, you know what, I already know all about the ins and outs, but, I, but I'm marketing focused heavy. So I'm like, let me just combine the two and then that's, now here we are. So totally can relate to, to your story about how that personal, when it's personal, that's kind of when you kind of, it just, it helps, you know, to have the passion, you know? Oh, most um, definitely. I mean, it, it definitely does. I mean, that's a, that's a huge part about it. I think if anybody's going to be successful in business, regardless of what they're going to do, if you don't have passion, you know, driving it, you know, especially with today's economy, 
you know, if you are a small business owner, whether you actually have a brick and mortar place or virtual, if you don't have passion, you're, you're not going to succeed. I mean, you really have to want it, you know, like you got to get out of bed and say, I'm going to do this today. I'm going to succeed. Um, it's just one of those things that you really have to have. And my passion is to help heal people. And that's, you know, where I kind of get my drive from. Um, cause I want to give everybody that experience. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, cause nothing's, nothing comes easy. That's worth having. You're not going to go for it if you really not, you really don't want it. So, um, all right. So, uh, you talked a little bit about the sports medicine. I had a second question that was, you know, why did you choose sports medicine, athletic training? I think you kind of touched on that. Um, if you want to, we can talk about more on that. Uh, but I also wanted to get into some of your biggest uh, failures and successes. Okay. Well, so, I mean, I got into sports because I was a natural athlete. So it was something that came very easily to me was to play sports. And I really kind of liked how um, the chiropractor I had seen, you know, had that emphasis with the sports. And it was, it was very interesting to me. And this is when athletic training was just starting to come onto uh, the collegiate kind of circuit, not as a minor, but actually as a major. Um, so a lot of people weren't, you know, they weren't privy to what an athletic trainer was, what did they do? And then I really kind of stepped foot and said, okay, I'd like to do that for my undergrad. And then I want to really apply what I learned there and, you know, utilize the chiropractic to kind of take it to the next level. Um, and that's kind of how I, I did it there. You know, in terms of, you know, kind of failures and successes, um, I don't want to say anything was really a failure um, because failure is not really the right word because we learn from our mistakes. We learn from things that don't succeed and it's what enables us to kind of really get to the next step, maybe the next success. So, you know, I've experienced many different trials and tribulations as a business owner because I've been in business for 20 years. So, you know, when I know what it's like, um, and I've learned from that, learned kind of how to better manage people, um, you know, learned how to kind of deal with issues when it comes to, um, you know, doing business or partnerships, um, structuring companies, how you want that to look. But I will say, you know, probably the neatest thing for me is always trying to find the connection. And I think that was something that kind of happened more in the pandemic, which was, you know, how do you succeed in a pandemic? I think some of us as business owners, if you've been in business five, 10, 15 years, you've at least experienced some economic, you know, kind of hardship um, in terms of with recessions and things like that. You can kind of navigate, you can kind of feel out how that's gonna happen. But I think a pandemic really threw us all for a curveball. So it allowed us to figure out how, how do we gravitate towards our strengths and how do we operate into this virtual platform? And that's really kind of what happened with me was kind of saying, okay, I've experienced many different things as a business owner and I know how to kind of help people, but how do I now take it into a virtual setting? And that was really kind of interesting for me because it required me to reach out to people just like you, Blake, you know, who may have more experience in a digital platform you know, to kind of really learn from them. So, you know, it was kind of saying, okay, I don't know everything, you know, and it's important now for me to surround myself by other people who are operating in this space already. And what are they doing? How do we utilize, 
you know, the techniques that they are doing and how do I use that to help heal people? You know, what is that going to look like? And I have to say, you know, that was kind of one of those things where it was really me going, okay, what are all the things I've learned along my journey? Where are some of the shortcomings I've had? And then how do I take those? And now how do I learn and implement and go forward? And I have to say, you know, this has probably been one of my better successes is really kind of embracing this moment of the pandemic and saying, okay, I'm going to become virtual and I'm going to succeed at it. And I actually have, I mean, it's not, I'm not talking like I'm making multi-millions of dollars right off the get-go, but to me, success is knowing that I've worked with, you know, over 30 people worldwide and I've made an impact. Maybe they've seen complete success or maybe they've gotten education. Maybe now they have a better game plan set in place. Maybe they actually now can start learning how to do things even better. So, you know, success to me is I've been able to impact those people in a way that maybe wouldn't have been possible if the pandemic didn't happen. So mm -hmm. I take that as a success. And I, um, I really like the way that's kind of transpired. Um, but again, you know, I don't like to use the word failure in business because, mm -hmm. you know, someone once had told me, you know, had said to me, well, you're, you know, had phrased it this way. They said to me, you're a failure because the, your, your last dish didn't succeed. And I was like, but that doesn't make sense to me. And it wasn't necessarily that I was a failure. It's what happens when something doesn't work out. What do you do? Do you just crawl into your hole or do you figure out a way to persevere and move forward? So, you know, the person had only given me a portion of that statement. And that's why, you know, I, I look at things very differently um, in, in that platform. Um, because I think, I think we all can succeed. It's just a matter of finding passion, finding drive, and then going for it, um, you know, truthfully. But that's as a business owner. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, they say, you know, whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger, uh, you know, but you're really not a failure until you quit, you know. I mean, so it's just like the whole thing about um, failure is just a path to success, you know, to finding your way to what works, you know, because not everything's going to work. Um, but um, so, all right. Um, so you touched on those two things. And you kind of touched on some of the obstacles uh, because you're talking about as it pertains to um, COVID and things like that. Um, I had a couple of the other questions that I, I think are a little bit different topic, but uh, I did uh, write them. So, um, you know, and maybe we can tie this in somehow, but, you know, some people out there think that, you know, chiropractic is a, is a hoax and that it doesn't work or whatever. They say it's just cracking bones. Um, you know, what do you say to them? I mean, I know what I would say, you know, that it's helped me. Um, but as a chiropractor, you know, what, what, what do you say to those people? Well, so, I mean, I've run into that situation before. And I always look at it this way, you know, there's many different types of alternative modalities out there. You have chiropractors, you have massage therapists, you have PTs, you have acupuncturists. Uh, you have physiatrists, you know, there really is like kind of a whole host of, of people out there. Um, and you could even put like yoga and Pilates maybe even into that category too. 
And I always tell people, there's not one type of modality that's gonna work for every single person. Our bodies are unique. So you may get benefit with me, but I may not get benefit with you as a chiropractor. I may actually know that doing massage and acupuncture give me the better results, but then somebody else may notice that it's chiropractic solely, chiropractic with massage. So when they come in for that consult, it's more or less saying, okay, this is what I see going on. I would like to try it. Let's see if we can't make a dent. But then a lot of times, you know, I'll say, okay, I think we should integrate something else. Maybe it's a vitamin, a supplement, you know, uh, looking at foods that maybe, you know, they're eating that increases more inflammation, you know, really starting to kind of tell them, this is a holistic approach. It isn't, you're just going to come in two minutes, crack your back and out the door you go, because I'm actually a very holistic doctor. So when you come in, I'm not going to want to just, you know, quickly do something. I want you to really feel like your care is being well taken care of and you're on that path to wellness. So it's more or less, you know, how I would phrase things to somebody, you know, if you're just here to get a quick adjustment, okay, great. But know that the end result is you're going to probably be seeing me more times than you would like to, but if we apply all these other things and we do these things, we look at your ergonomics, we look at this, we look at that, you're going to wind up not needing me because the idea is I don't want you in my office. I don't want you coming that frequently to me. I want to see you every now and then, you know, maintenance care is great. But to be honest, my goal is you're coming in with a problem. I want to get you to that end result. And then from there, I want to see you out my door. I don't want you in here three times a week for the rest of your life. It, it, the idea is I want to help heal you, make you feel better, and then go tell the world how great you feel. And the fact is, guess what? I actually did what I said. I didn't say, oh, let's, let's milk it for what it is. No, I, I want to get you better. I mean, and I think that's part of it, too. I think so many people are so used to seeing that chiropractors milk their insurance, um, overcharge, they're not paying attention, that it's a gimmick, it's a hoax, because they're not really treating the person. They're just looking at either it as a dollar sign, somebody coming in, paying the bills, or they're not willing to take the time. And I think it's more not willing to take the time. They don't want to spend time with the patient to really help them. And that does it a disservice. And then I think that also puts it a bad name on our industry in general, you know, because we are a doctor, we've studied really hard for it, taking boards and such. But, you know, when people don't value the service that you have, of course, they're going to kind of say, it's a hoax, you know, and actually, recently, I just had a new patient come into my office, and he had experienced that, you know, two prior chiropractors, you know, and he had almost like a negativity, but he was in so much pain and needed help. And then he comes to me and he's like, you gave me more help in two visits versus the stuff I had done because I actually gave him the time. Um, and that's the difference. Um, and I always tell people, you know, even even the people I work with virtually, like if you can find somebody who's going to really spend the time, address the issues, whether it's a PT, acupuncture, massage, Cairo, you know, you want to actually find those people and go to them because they're, they are around. It's a matter of finding them. They're just, they're, they're in there. You just got to search through the dirt um, and you will uncover them. 
because um, we we are out there. It's just a matter of finding us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, as a strictly a, a coming from a marketing and a, a really what I was going to say is patient perspective. Um, you know, what I always say is like what I want, and I'm sure you're probably a patient or have been of chiropractic. If you said your injuries and all that that you had, so you know sure. what I'm saying. I've always said that what I really want as a patient is to know that you care about me specifically in my my situation me as a person like that's really what i want the most i mean obviously i want to know you know what you're doing but i mean most chiropractors right unless there's some kind of i don't know what they know what they're doing i mean for the most part right i mean that's you assume that they know what they're doing right yes but, i mean but they can't find, get licensed. Yeah, exactly so but to find one that, that 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 you know cares about you i think i think is huge and uh and, and wants to get you well and see you outdoor see you live in life you know that's that's a, a I'm all about that. So, um, all right. And when you kind of did touch on, um, what people can do to improve, uh, their st structural health outside of the office, you know, you touched on a few things like yoga and stretches and stuff. And one thing I, I, um, I don't know if I posted it yet. I may be getting ready to post it. I was working on something, but anyway, it says, uh, movement is medicine. Sure. And, uh, you know, and, uh, I think that that really is so true. Um, we have a, two or three minutes left and so what i want to do is i want to give you uh, a chance to say anything that you haven't already said um you know whether it be about the topics or whether it be about something that you've got going on um you know something that you're working on that you're really excited about um you know or just whatever it is you want to talk about i want to kind of give those last two minutes to you to kind of to say get your message out there and, and kind of say what you want to say if you have anything Okay. Well, I mean, for the most part, um, because of everything kind of now turning more virtual, I essentially have kind of coined the phrase. My name is, you know, website is Ask Dr. Heather. I am your virtual sports chiropractor, and I help uh, the athlete and the non-athlete achieve optimal performance and function by teaching them how to heal their pain naturally. Um, I take great pride in everything I've created so far, and I'm really excited because I've also now started to launch online courses. Uh, they are self-made courses in terms of looking at a head-to-toe approach on myofascial work, where we kind of go a little bit closer, a little bit deeper, Deeper in understanding, you know, if we're going to look at doing stuff for the neck, kind of the muscles that we really want to pay attention there. So I give a little two minute anatomy overview for every section we go through. And then there are additional uh, videos regarding how to use the foam roller properly and how to use massage balls and go through some nice, easy stretches that you can do. Um, and you can find that on my website. Along with, I also created and wrote a ebook that is also now on Amazon. It's on Kindle and you can download it for free if you are an Amazon Prime member, which I think amazing amount of people throughout America are. Um, <laughs> go Amazon. And um, it's a, designed around the secret of eliminating low back pain. And what I did was is I created the online course to go ahead and really complement that book where we go through anatomy, really understanding kind of what it means, you know, in terms of the anatomy, the physiology, then looking at why our low back sometimes uh, create discomfort, pain, and then really going through exercises. So we look at static exercises, then exercises you can do with a therapy ball and exercises you can do with a BOSU. And then from there, I also threw in a bonus video on home ergonomics since so many of us are working from home to give people really a sense of 
kind of how to set up a proper home office. So those are two of my online courses that I'm very proud of right now uh, that I've been uh, excited to feature on the website as I continue to go virtual. That's incredible. That's incredible. I'm so glad I gave you those two minutes. I think you really, that's just the capstone of this whole thing right here. But uh, uh, so what I'll do is I'll post your uh, website and your link to all that stuff. I, you can send that to me and I'll post it on there and make sure that I have everything set up for when we uh, post this video. And I thank you so much for coming on and, uh, you know, hope to have you again sometime. We can talk about more different things and uh, get a little update in the future, maybe. Uh, sure. So that would be awesome, Blake. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for watching. Thank you so much, Heather, for coming on. And until next time, this has been Blake and Heather with uh, Cairo Lead Flow 20-Minute Lunch Hour. And uh, so thanks so much, and have a great day. See you. Thank you.